coming up on this episode of the Goldilocks Zone, it's Chapter 2 of our Dungeons & Dragons adventure. Uh, we pick up our heroes uh, as they're being attacked by some goblins, of course. Um, watch us as we throw terrible javelins, jump up to br branches, and all kinds of other amazing adventures. Uh, we've got guests, we've got mystery, we've got dice, it's a lot of fun. Join us as we continue our D&D adventure right now. You're entering the Goldilocks Zone, episode number 28, recorded October 14th, 2015. The Lost Mines of Phandalin, Chapter 2. Hello everybody and welcome to this episode of the Goldilocks Zone. I'm Sean Jakes and I'm joined as always by the Dungeon Master himself, Mr. Matt Mariani. Matt, how are we doing uh, this evening? Doing very well, uh, Mr. Sean. Um, I'm wearing the exact same clothes as in last episode uh, for continuity purposes. Very smart. I'm sure nobody will, will notice. Um, no one ever will. And we're joined by uh, the same two guests, Lucky Us. Um, uh, I was going to say uh, Dan Rabadou and Colby Miller, but that wouldn't be right. It's Colby Rabadou and Dan Miller. Gentlemen, welcome back for our continuing Dungeons & Dragons adventure. If you listen to Chapter 1, uh, the previous episode, and if you haven't, I recommend you do that because um, we explain better what's going on. But um, <laughs> basically where we last left our heroes, um, or as we call them heroes, uh, well, Matt, why don't, why don't you uh, re restage the scene as Dungeon Master? All right, so just to recap, our heroes are exploring the region of, uh, of Phandalin. Uh, they're, they've been hired by a um, sort of a local businessman named Gundren Rockseeker to take this cart of mining supplies, which we were able to ascertain are, in fact, honestly and truthfully, mining supplies, <laughs> uh, to a local merchant uh, post, a local trading post in the town of Phandalin. Um, but on the road to the town, they encountered two dead horses which we ascertained through a perception check were clearly killed by goblins um, and had been killed recently, as recently as a day ago. Uh, when our heroes approached the dead horse bodies, um, they were immediately ambushed by four goblins hiding in the thickets. Totally called it. On the embankments. Now those thickets. Those thickets. Do it every time. Um, we proceeded immediately everyone ba was battling the goblins uh dan handily fought off two goblins uh just narrowly escaped them by gr grabbing a uh a, a, a tree branch and uh jettisoning himself out of there like out of something like home alone uh the, and comically the two the two goblins beneath him collided and fell on their backs and in fact, uh, since those goblins attacked me, absolutely no damage has been dealt either way, except for Sean's kick. Yeah. That's right. Bad Sean, kick. Sean <laughs> after after an embarrassing display with the javelin, deliver <laughs> a powerful and hearty kick to the hand of a downed goblin in front of him. It's safe to say he kicked the hand clean off. Like, <laughs> like this. Pretty much. <laughs> I think he did some considerable hand damage. A he near death hand injury, hand. Uh, and uh, left the goblin nearly dead. Um, Colby was just withdrawing an arrow from his quiver and setting it, getting ready to do deal out some damage as well. And uh, that is where we last left our heroes. And now it's the goblin's turn to to respond to our hijinks. 
and the goblins are uh, ready to respond. Goblin one, this is, and Goblin one stands up. Uh, he he he's responding to the arrow that was fired at him by by uh, Dan hiding up in the tree. Um, and he he looks around and he notices he finally sees uh. Does he? <laughs> I think he should take a perception check to see if he's whatever he's about to see. That's um that's what I'm doing. I'm looking at his okay. <laughs> yes, he looks up and he sees Dan swinging up in the tree. Uh he he shouts some goblin profanities at him before grabbing his uh his short bow, before taking his short bow out, dropping uh-huh. his scimitar, taking out his short bow. And that is his turn. Now goblin two. Sees his friend taking out his short bow, doesn't really know what to what to look for, so he's also going to do a perception check um, to see what his friend is seeing. And he uh, he notices Dan up in the tree as well, and he's good also job, Dan. Out his short bow. Colby, now's your chance. They've both got <laughs> their bows at. It's like go, yeah. That's right, and they're not paying attention to you. They're looking at they're lo- they're both looking yeah. at Dan. Their eyes are both fixed on Dan. Plan the whole time. Poor Goblin 3, tied up in the stirrup of the dead horse that he indeed felled. Will he get out of his predicament? (laughs) I'm not optimistic. I hope not. And you should not be, because he is still stuck (laughs) in the stirrup. Yes. It's a complicated stirrup. What a fool this Goblin is. Still stuck in the stirrup. uh, He's really struggling, really trying hard. But he, to no avail, he is still stuck. Goblin it's number it's four. It's axe time, Sean, just so you know. <laughs> Goblin number four is at Sean's feet. He, uh, is he, has, a bro- he has a broken hand. Uh, and a broken he has nearly broken, everything. A broken knee as well. And he is very, very close to death. Basically begging for it at this point. <laughs> um, and... Uh, He's going to just try to stand up. He's going to try his best to stand up as he pleads with Sean to just end his miserable life. <laughs> they Sean <laughs> <He> refuses. <laughs> he is just going to try to stand up on his own two feet. And he cannot. He cannot stand up. Uh, he puts all of his, putting all of his weight on his good leg. He attempts to rise in front of Sean. But slips and immediately breaks his other leg. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Bad He says, why me? Oh, God, why me? (laughs) It is now the player's turns. Okay. I'm going to go for the arrow shot again. And uh, this time I'm going to go for Goblin 2 just to switch it up. Maybe he's not expecting it. Uh, All right, here we go. Come on. A nine again, so <laughs> so that's thirteen total, which, if I recall correctly, does not hit. Does not hit, indeed. Damn it! Actually, it hits, but it bounces off the goblin's armor. He does not feel he feels but a uh, light touch. All right, Colby. All right, I'm gonna go for one of the goblins under Dan as well with my arrow. Um, All right. So so remind me again what my uh what 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 I'm trying to roll is this a dexterity check? Yeah, so you're going to roll a d20 and you're going to add your dexterity modifier to it. Yeah. Okay. 
So I got a 14 plus 3. Nice. 17? Yeah. And so I also had this solid attack thing. I don't know if that's relevant right now. I don't think so. It says, once per turn when you hit a creature with a dexterity-based attack, such as your shortbow, and you have advantage on the attack roll, you can deal an extra 6 damage or 1d6 damage to your target. Nice. Uh, yeah, that works. You have the advantage because his back is turned to you. Because he's facing, he's, fa- he's yeah. looking at Dan up in the tree. Nice. All right. So, yeah, that does apply. So, you'll do 2d6 then. 2d6 damage. All right. So, should I roll two 2d6s two at the same time? I can do that. Yeah, you can roll two at the same time or, yeah, one at the time and add them. Nice. So, I have five and three. All right. So right. then you deal eight damage. And that what? goblin is dead. Yay! That goblin is toast. Our first fatality. Yeah. The arrow. The arrow flies out of the bow, slices the goblin's skull right in half. <laughs> With the, the force and the like power. Like splitting an arrow by an entire skull. Splits it in half, almost as if you would you would hit an almost as if you would hit an apple. With an arrow from a long distance. It just splits right in half. <laughs> oh, God. And the goblin's body lays limpless and dead. Feels Goblin. Fantastic. Was that Goblin 2 or Goblin 1? Uh, so the one goblin. on the left. So his right. left would be Goblin 2. Goblin 2, yeah. yeah. So Goblin 2 is now dead. No more Goblin 2. And now it is Sean's turn. As a, as a man of, of nobility and of honor... I take it upon myself to put the uh, nearly mortally wounded goblin out of his misery. I draw my great axe and swing with the force that is befitting a fallen warrior. So, wait, wait, wait. I thought you wanted to keep that one alive. No, the one the stirrups will keep alive. This one is oh, so okay. busted up, he's not going to be able to talk. He's like gurgling <laughs> blood at this point. Okay, okay. That, that's my theory anyway. All right, so uh, you're going to do some damage with your... Um, the great axe. Your strong axe. Well, he has to roll a d20 first. Was... All right. D20 yeah, roll a d20. Says... 20! Hey! Oh, oh my god. god. 20. That's a crit. But um, I. Wait, now, is this. This is. What is this? Strength the crit means that it's going to hit no matter what, and it's going to do a lot of damage. Actually, I think it means you can roll twice, right? Yeah. Yeah, you roll You roll your attack dice twice. All right. Your attack die goes twice. Do it How again. Much? And no, no, no. How much damage? Has one do... HP. How oh, much damage does your long axe do? Hang on, hang on. Yeah, so no, what... your your great axe is a D twelve. Yeah, so you roll two D twelve. Yeah. Okay. All right. So I'm just gonna listen to what you guys. Twelve, and then you add three to that. All right. So a five, and another five. Ten plus three is thirteen. Okay. So he's he's obliterated. He's... He is vaporized. <laughs> So Sean takes out his anger. He says, this is for my family. And then just begins brutalizing this poor guy. Uh, the likes of which no one has ever seen since uh, that scene from Inglorious Bastards when the guy wails on him with the baseball bat. Uh, but Sean does the equivalent damage with a great axe. And uh, the massacred corpse is not pretty to look at. Your teammates, <laughs> your teammates kind of... Uh, cower in fear at this point give each other a look of uh of disdain um about the brutal way you handled that goblin 
But he is, in fact, dead, and cool. he did, in fact, win the battle. Cool. Though two goblins still remain. And Goblin 1 is super pissed because of what happened to his friends and the brutal ways in which they were massacred. <laughs> he's a little bit frightened, but he's uh, he's uh, he's going to try to fight this off. Um... All right. Um, so what the goblin does is he realizes that he is never going to be able to beat the likes of you heroes. The goblin turns tail and flees the scene. He jumps off the cart and exits the battle. He has been defeated. Hey. Yeah. So what, what about our, our stirrup goblin, goblin three? So yeah. now you are left with the stirrup goblin. <laughs> Aptly named. Stir up some trouble with him. Hey, <laughs> you never know. He may eventually escape. <laughs> yeah, depending on how we roll, might just slip out of our hands, literally. The fate of the dice. Okay. What will? What are you? What are your plans for uh, Last Goblin? All right. So, well, doesn't Last Goblin have to try again to get out before we? He's given up. He realizes that he can't. Oh. He can't get out of the stirrup. Oh, okay. He sees okay. the three heroes approaching him. Uh, do any of you speak Goblin by any chance? No. No, um, but uh, no one speaks Goblin. No, but I have a position of privilege, which says the common folk <laughs> make e- the common folk make every effort to accommodate you and avoid your displeasure. <laughs> and how does that apply here? I have no idea. I just think I'm great. So <laughs> I, I I don't know. You you tell me if that's helpful. Uh, I don't uh, think the goblin really cares if you have a position uh, of privilege right. or not. <laughs> this goblin doesn't speak elvish or draconic by any chance. No, he only knows goblin. Um, I never had a run in with a dragon before. Like had to like you know talk to a dragon. This goblin never. Uh. Okay, so, you know what? The goblin actually, he speaks common. He doesn't speak goblin, hey. but he speaks common. That's fantastic. Oh, he can understand you guys, and you can barely understand him. He has a thick goblin accent. Mm. Um, it's the worst. Yeah. <laughs> it's a little bit up here. <laughs> but he, uh... <laughs> okay, sure. Yeah. It's the captured goblin, goblin says... No, do, do we gotta put the screws to him at all, or is he just gonna start blabbing? I'm I'm ready to drag oh, he, him behind the cart. He saw what he saw what you guys did to his friends, and he doesn't want that happening. I didn't to even him. get to use any of my charisma. <laughs> <laughs> no, you just used brute force and annihilated his friends. Works either way. Goblin says, "Please, please leave me be. I will tell you anything about my people." <laughs> My best goblin. Go on, uh, Italian, Italian goblin. goblin. <laughs> Where's <than> my Irish one? All <laughs> uh, right. Which one of you wants to persuade this goblin? Keyword being persuade. Um, persuade uh, with. Oh, I have persuasion. Dragging him behind. I have oh. plus three persuasion. Oh shit! Colby is super persuasive. You could each persuade him for a different piece of information. Oh. Well, I would like to persuade him about who sent him. Okay, so 
Salazar walks up. He says, who sent you, Goblin Fiend? Goblin says, my leader, his name is Bugbear, named Clark. The answer to King Grohl, chief of Kragmaw tribe, who dwell in Kragmaw Castle. Please, I can provide basic direction to Kragmaw Castle. It is about 20 miles northeast of Kragmaw Hideout in Neverwinter Road Wood. Right, so if you didn't get that, <laughs> Yo, my what's the Crib Notes version? Basically, he tells you that his leader is a bugbear named Clark. He answers to King Grohl, the chief of the Kragmaw tribe, who dwells in Kragmaw Castle. He tells you that he goes on to tell you that Kragmaw Castle is about 20 miles northeast of the Kragmaw hideout in Neverwinter Wood. Right. Okay. Uh, um, that sounds like it's out of our way. Is it? Is that true? Like, do we have a timetable on this, these mine equipment deliveries here? You guys could look at the map again. I'll re-show you the map. Yeah. Uh, Kragmaw Castle is... Kragmaw Hideout is right here. Oh, okay. And it's Kragmaw on the way. Castle's right there. And that's Phandalin, the place Oh, that, okay. And where it's are kind, we? It's actually right on the way. Where are oh, we? Yeah. You guys are yeah, a, day's, a day's travel from Neverwinter, so you're about here. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cool. So can, like, keep going. Nice. We can, take a little, we can uh, pop in. Can can I persuade the goblin to see how many other goblins are in the hideout? Mm. Uh, yes, you can, actually. A layout, can. a layout of the hideout would be good, too. While you're... That's true. Yeah. I'm persuading. Maybe that. Various details on the hideout. Just so you know, normally in these situations, you'd have to do a uh, charisma check. Mm-hmm. But because the goblin is willing to divulge all of this information because he's he's terrified, basically, <laughs> uh, he's just going to give this information up. I'm just doing that because your charisma levels are so high; it's kind of fruitless. <laughs> you'll be you'll you'll easily ace all the checks. So, um, you asked how many goblins were in his hideout. Goblin stirrup goblin says. Fewer than 20 goblin currently dwell in the lair. All right. Fewer than 20 goblins. That's a lot of goblins. You would take them. All right. Especially if we if we go about it uh, sneakily. That's true. What if it's just like one big room, though? Then we're screwed. <laughs> well, that's, yeah, right. That's why we need to ascertain the layout of this lair. Yeah. I guess that right. might be my charisma. Uh, that would be your, your ask? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do not know exact layout of a goblin hideout. However, the dwarf and his map, they were delivered to King Grohl as instructed. The dwarf's human companion is being held in the room we like to be calling the Eating Cave. That's not good. Uh-huh. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you right. now just confirm that this the uh, the guy that hired you and his assistant were captured by these goblins. Yeah, that's, so it sounds like is being held in the Eating Cave. Yeah, but the other guys, the guy who hired us, is still alive too. 
Right. right. So, Maybe, so, so, so it seems like we should put this delivery on hold and uh, try and rescue the guy who's supposed to be paying us for the <laughs> delivery before. We... Yeah. In the hideout is not the castle, right? It's a different thing. Is it like a cave? Is it the like yeah? There's a different between the hideout and the, the castle is different. The hideout is a cave. I can tell you that it's basically so the cave is where these two are being held. Well, he only confirmed that one of them is there. He knows that. Oh, okay. He knows okay. that both of them were captured, but he knows for but a fact at least that one of them is in the cave. Is in the okay. cave. Yeah. Okay. The assistant. The uh, rock seeker's friend. Yeah. All right. Uh, while we're chilling out, let's uh, let's dust down these corpses for some valuables. Got some, some gold pieces. Shake them down. Shake what are you going to do yeah. with this goblin who just divulged all that information? Oh, I got Kill something him? to Sean. <laughs> <laughs> or Colby. All right. Um, I, I, Colby's evil. He's got to do it. I mean, I don't see any any reason to leave loose ends. That's true. It's a good answer. That's true. He might go back and warn his goblin friends. Oh, oh except, except, uh, what if, what if we could use him at the cave? What if we could, what if we could get him to lead some of the people in the cave out, and then we can ambush them? And the That's true. Use the We could tie him behind the ox cart. <laughs> we could do that, or we could use him to get some of those twenty goblins out, thin their herd a little get bit before we go in and slaughter the rest of them. I think we should use the rope in the mining supplies to tie up this goblin and toss him in the cart for use later, TBD. Yeah, I also have some rope in my uh, my inventory. All right, so your plan is to tie up the goblin and use him as some kind of bait slash guide through the cave? We'll figure it out when we get there. Figure it out when yeah. we get there, all right. <laughs> goblin goblin sees the rope in your hands he says i will not be going without a fight and he is attempting to resist you from putting the rope around his hands is sean doing the pudding he's gonna do a strength check yeah who's putting the rope on it sean, right? should be doing sean it. definitely yeah he's gonna do a strength check okay to what, see if, what do uh, i do for that so then what i i roll the uh well i guess it's going to be against your modifier. No, your modifier is only three. I'll do a strength check. I'll, I'll see if he if he if he's able to overpower me. Resist. Oh, the goblin grabs the rope out of Sean's hands and he throws it on the ground. He says, "Be seeing you later, suckers!" And he runs out, right. of the, out of the way. Can I, can I draw my bow and try to shoot him in the leg? All right, Dan draws his bow. Yeah. But that takes one turn, Damn. so he's now sixty feet away from you. It's, it's going to be a long shot. Did <laughs> I ever put my bow away? I've got a long bow. For I wish I had my javelin. <laughs> Shouldn't have thrown it away. So you're going to do guess... a d twenty. Oh my god, a nine again! <laughs> oh man, plus the oh no, that's just for the check, right? It's a thirteen. It's a total thirteen. Probably not good enough. If I couldn't hit him with a 13 directly beneath me, I have a feeling... Oh, your arrow missed. Your arrow went wide into the thickets. Can I also draw my bow? Yep, you can draw your bow, but he's getting away. Be quick about it. All right. You said he's 60 feet away? 60 feet away. All right. Too far for Sean's javelin, unfortunately. (laughs) Ah. 
Did Cody just roll his iPad? (laughs) 11 plus 3, 14. 14. The arrow just barely nicks the goblin's booted foot. Uh, The goblin feels the the pressure of the arrow, but it does not do much damage. The goblin escapes. Damn it. Should have killed him when we had the chance. (laughs) Yeah. I'm sure we won't come to regret that. (laughs) This is what I get for listening to you guys. You realize that all you had to do was Sean could have taken out his great axe and just slammed it on his head. He would would have instantly killed him. <laughs> but there was the fun in that. You guys want to have fun with the goblin. That's the fun true. Want to we hang out? He seems like a nice guy. He's, he's bumbly, clumsy. Did it's we get fun. his name? Like, jeez, Goblin Four. Stir up the goblin. Stir up the goblin. <laughs> now, before we do anything, uh, Matt, I would like to grab my javelin out of the ground. Smart. Make sure I have that in my possession. And right. we need to search the bodies for anything else useful. Yes. Okay, so while Sean is going to require to reclaim his javelin, Colby and Dan are looting the bodies to see if they find anything useful. Yeah. This is a... They never know those goblins. Could have yeah. anything. Goblin's gonna gobble. That does not sound right. (laughs) Not at all. (laughs) Damn. You found nothing interesting on the person of the dead goblins. Just uh, well, there's nothing left to find of that one that Sean killed. Hmm? There's nothing left but paste. (laughs) Yes, exactly. Sticky green paste. (laughs) He destroyed that one. Um. Yeah, you fo- you really find nothing interesting or of note on any of the goblins. You know what? One goblin has two gold pieces on it. Yes. Sweet. So this will defray our costs. Yeah. <laughs> you can get myself the shaft of an arrow with that. You know, back in the day, you could get yourself two whole arrows for two gold pieces. Huh? I can't believe the inflation with gold pieces. Yeah. How does anyone make a living these days? Jesus. So sad. So what do we do with the gold pieces? Uh, so you, you keep them, and then eventually you're going to exchange them for materials. Who keeps them? <laughs> well, well, I'm nobility. I should keep them. The thing is, each each one of you technically has your own pouch to keep your own coins in. Yeah. But some teams I know like to do like this collectivist thing where they all like the team has like a certain amount of gold and then they like budget it. Mm. So it's, mean, it's really up to you. So here's my deal. Sean and I managed to actually kill a goblin. So I think we should split the, <laughs> the two gold, gold piece. pieces amongst our, our pouches. Yeah. I And I agree. Yeah. That's fair enough. I did distract two of them for almost three turns, though. Ooh. I, I obliterated I mean, one to paste, Dan. I, I guess you didn't distract them with your near incompetence. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. I'll stop rolling nines eventually. We can only hope. Yeah. <laughs> and you can't even blame an app. You've got real dice. I know. Maybe it's a dice is bought loaded dice. there's a 19 nice i also so speaking of me sucking i also need to uh i need to we need to take a rest here because i'm about to die 
Oh yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> that's a good point. So, so me, yeah, you guys want to do a long rest, restore all your HP? Yeah, I don't need to. I I can trance. So okay, what does that mean? It sounds pretty cool. That. Elves don't need to sleep. Instead, they meditate deeply, remaining semi-conscious for four hours a day. Uh, you gain the same benefit as a human does for eight hours of sleep. Wow. So if someone else wants to take the reins, we want to keep going, I can just sort of like, you know, yoga out in the back. I have perfect health, so I can I can take the reins. Well, right. I also have perfect health, and I have better dexterity than Sean. Question. I, I, I trust this asshole who just insulted me more than... More than the guy with the axe. <laughs> that guy is brutal. Yeah. yeah. Did you I'm see gonna, what I'm he gonna, did? I'm gonna meditate facing him. For <laughs> sure. Smart. Smart. Good idea. <laughs> All right. So I'm driving. Dan sleeping. Sean, where are you? I am. I am escorting. Are you? You're off the cart again. I am. I am alongside the cart, supervising. Call in your great axe. I am. <laughs> Wiping the goblin blood off of it. Sort of caked on a little bit. You gotta really, yeah, I got to really... Like a, like a paint thinner sort of thing. Like. Yeah, really go at it. Yeah, hey, we got time. Nice. All right, so you've done your long rest, or... Are you doing a long rest or not? No, I'm just yeah. doing a four-hour little elven... Little uh, thing. Yeah. All right, so in the meantime, Colby and Sean, where are we going from here? Well, I think we got to head towards the uh, the Goblin Hideout, right? And where is that? Uh, Neverwinter Wood? That's right. Yeah. I'm just checking to make sure you're paying attention. Neverwinter Wood. Right. <laughs> it's tough when I don't have the map. That's right. Uh, you're going to Neverwinter Wood. Um. And that is here's a map. So Neverwinter Wood is this big thing here. Mm-hmm. You're right about here. Yep. So the easiest path you can follow, because that's the that's the hideout right there. Mm-hmm. You just basically have to go a little bit further south. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So you're heading down the path. Uh. Party can easily steer the way. Put the map in the chat, Colby. Oh, nice. All right. So, what is yeah? What is the marching order that you guys have? I I, I see Dan is meditating. Dan's meditating on the top of the cart. I assume Sean is driving the cart. No, Colby's driving the cart. Can't I be like in the back of the cart or sort of inside yeah. of it, a little bit sheltered? Be, yeah, yeah, back like, with the material. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah Colby is driving, and I am I am walking alongside. Walking alongside it. Okay. Okay. So you're walking along the path, and you see an an area on the road that um, just doesn't look quite right to you. Uh, there's Has sort it been of four like, hours yet. There's leaves on top. No, it hasn't been four hours yet. You, ju- you just started on the journey. You oh. just got back on oh, the road. God. And there's an area that does not look quite right. There's there's a couple of leaves obscuring a one particular section of the path. Um, but the, the spot is wide enough that it would fit your entire cart. 
how do you want to handle the situation? Uh, we definitely need to uh, pull up before we roll on over that. Okay. So, so, so we'll stop. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So the card is stopped. Now what to do? I do well. I I somebody needs to survey the scene for safety. Okay, <laughs> Sean Jenny. Counsel safety first. Okay, what do I do? You're going to do a uh, perception check. Perception check. How do I do that? You're going to use your wisdom modifier, which is plus one. And yes. You're going to roll a d20. Okay, and the d20 is. Six. Six plus one is seven. Uh, you survey the scene, but you feel like it's all right. Oh, that's you really don't really good. notice anything out of out of uh, character. You just see whatever. It's a bunch of leaves piled up on the road. That sounds like something I would say. Yes. Okay. Doesn't sure. really seem that suspicious at all. So Dan is a uh, Dell is asleep right now. Uh, yes, he's meditating. He can break his meditation, but then he won't recover his uh, HP. It's not no, that's, been that that's long. Fine. Like if it's only been like a half. It's only an been hour. ten minutes. Oh, then <laughs> break <laughs> away. So, right, so, right. so, break so your meditation. What is yeah. the uh, the investigation skill like? What what is that? Uh, investigation is. So it's like perception, I think. It's perception. Yeah, it's perception, which is governed by wisdom. Okay. Survival is also governed by wisdom. Gotcha. So could I like? I mean, how? I don't know. I want. I I want to examine this this uh, suspicious patch further before we yeah. proceed with with the cart. Um, because one, Dan is in. D- Dell is in it, and uh, two, all of our resources are also in it. Um, yeah. Can I like get off the cart and like walk up to it? Uh, yeah, investigate you can, it. You can walk up, and then you can also do a perception check. Okay. So. Uh, so I'm doing a perception check. Yep. So that means I roll a d20, and then it's Wisdom plus modifier. Yeah, but it's a plus zero modifier. Mm-hmm. Right. I got a 12. All right. Colby notices that this is an obvious trap. (laughs) Uh, The character has noticed that it is a snare trap designed to um, basically catch whoever walks over it by the leg and flip them upside down. Mm. Uh, If the entire cart had, had trotted upon this trap, it likely would have broken several of the wheels, which would not have been good. Uh, Colby has helped his team avoid what could have been disaster on this road. Nice. You travel down the down the road, and you continue to travel, and ten more minutes have now passed. And a similar situation occurs to you. Many leaves in the middle of the road. Uh, this time, however, it looks like the leaves may have just been blown by accident. They've kind of been laid haphazardly, but they are also mixed with a lot of dry grass and thickets from the nearby woods. How do you proceed? 
Um, I don't know, Sean. What do you think? Caution. Uh, it doesn't hurt to check, right? I mean, there's yeah. real no downside. Do you Do you want to take this one, or you want me to take it? Sure, I'll I'll, I'll try it first, and then all right. If I if at first I don't succeed, we'll do it again. Yeah. Twenty. Boom. A twenty, perfect. All right, a perfect perception check. You realize that this is obviously a pit that the goblins have dug. The pit is six feet wide, ten feet deep, and it triggers as soon as a creature moves across it. The character now spots the pit, um, and you safely can go around it. All right. Nice. Good job, Colby. Colby safely, once again, has, has navigated you out of danger, <laughs> out of harm's way. Several, uh, several more... Minutes pass. Uh, Dan, if you want to go back into meditation. I don't, I don't think Dan has left meditation, has he? Yeah, he never woke me up. So oh, he I'm never not... woke up? All yeah, right. no, they didn't. We didn't need it. In that case, uh, five hours have passed, and you finally Woo-hoo! have reached yes. Kragmaw Hideout. Outstanding. Congratulations. All right, All right. and I'm good to go. Hideout, it triggers a um, story milestone. Yay! In 75 XP. Be okay. sure to record that in your experience points area. All right. How how many? 75. XP. 75? That sounds like a lot. Oh, I should mention also your first encounter with the goblins, defeating those four goblins. That netted you each 12 XP. All right. Uh, 67 total. 87. Yes. That's how math works. 87 XP. All right. We're so experienced. Almost one third of the way to level two. That's right. Mm -hmm. Almost one third. (laughs) Exciting. It is. Uh, The Kragmaw tribe of goblins has established a hideout from which it can easily harass and plunder traffic moving along the Tribor Trail or the path to Phandalin. The Kragmaw tribe is so named because each member of the tribe sharpens its teeth so they can appear fierce and jagged. Oof. The leader of the Kragmaw bandits layering here is a bugbear named Clark, who has orders from the chief of the Kragmaws to plunder any poorly defended caravans or travelers on their way. A few days ago, a messenger from Kragmaw Castle brought new instructions. Waylay the dwarf Gundren Rockseeker and anyone traveling with him. Interesting. All right. So, basically like the the boss of this place. You already know because you interrogated the goblin. You got the information from him. His name is Clark, and he is a bugbear. All right. The Kragmaw Cave slopes steeply upward. The entrance is at the foot of a good-sized hill, and the caves and passages are inside the hill itself. How do you want to proceed? Uh, I think I think that... Uh... Surprise! So I have two thoughts here. One, like I think surprise is the best option. So first, like we should probably make sure that we're not going to be seen 
coming out to the sand. Like, you should look for scouts. But second, I'm still really enamored with this idea that we could lure them out somehow. So mm. we've, we've got some high charisma here. I wonder, like, could we come up with a way we could somehow convince them to come out, or some of them? So, uh, so be risky. Uh, my my other thought is that uh, maybe it's possible that there's a like a second entrance mm. to to the hideout. Yeah, like um, there always is an oblivion. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so so I think like first step is definitely assess the situation at at the the main entrance. Like, are there people around? Yeah. And maybe uh, we could figure out. I don't know, do some poking around and see if there's a, a back door, if you will, that is more accessible. Okay. So you're at the cave mouth and you're checking out to see if there are multiple entrances. We wouldn't want to look at the cave mouth. We would want to, we would probably want to go, go around a ways. Okay. Uh, Oh, I know a way we could lure them out. Uh, blow the blow the lanterns up. Yeah, just like outside <gasps> distraction. Some of That's them will run out. Absolutely. Diversion. Yeah, yeah blow up the lanterns. That's <laughs> just a thought. So That's so, uh, do you think there should we blow up all the lanterns? Because if it, <laughs> it imagine it turns out that the guy we need to save happens to be at the castle and is not at the hideout anymore. Yeah. Blowing stuff that explodes seems useful for mm. a castle. Yeah, I was mad. I was hoping that we were storming the castle at this point. This might help out a bit. You guys are at point one. You see point one? Yes. Yeah. That's the stream that leads into the cave. Okay. Uh-huh. So anything that I'm covering with this paper is the cave. Um, right. And that stream feeds into the mouth of the cave, and there are several. Uh, like trees and woodsy things around it. Okay. You know what else we could do? And then the water is running out of the cave? Uh, the water is flowing... <laughs> this, this is flowing out of the cave mouth, yeah. So yeah, so we, could, we could dam up the river and drown them all in the cave. It would take Cle- days. Clever, clever. It would uh, take a very long time. because <laughs> And, and we might game. injure the person we're trying to rescue. <laughs> I don't, yeah, you might. Yeah, or they might eat him long before. <laughs> right, that's true. Remember, he's in the eating room, right? Mm. Uh, okay. I think I think we uh, we should do some perceiving. See if check the scene for safety. Yes. yes. Yeah. All right. So, safety, Sean. Safety, Sal. I'm going to uh, look around. And uh, I'm looking for a track. So I'm looking for anything that would indicate that there's more than one way in and out of this place. Okay. So I'm going to roll a d20 and hope for not a 9. A 7. So that's it's not a 9. <laughs> yeah. So you fail to notice anything other than the cave mouth and the stream. Yeah. Does anyone else have a perception? I do. I would, uh, I would like to to check the uh, around the the stream and the entrance to the cave for signs of life, people, animals, or, or any other sign there have been recent uh, movement in in the area. Okay, I roll a eighteen. 
Plus one nice. is wow. 19. Ooh, that's good. I see nice. everything. <laughs> okay. Sean notices a narrow, dry path leading into the cave on the right-hand side of the stream. Uh, the thicket is impenetrable from the west side of the stream. So basically, like, the other side of that river. Mm -hmm. oh, yeah. Like, the other side of the river. Yeah. You can't get in there from okay. the west okay. side. Yeah. That's what you notice. But you see this dry path that leads into the cave. Uh... <laughs> So I guess I mean I guess we have to go that way. Have we have we exhausted our uh, our options on uh, luring them out? Do you all think? Um, no. I mean I don't think we have. I certainly think there's a lot of things we can do. Do you think this is the the stage at which to do so? I mean, our only other option is just to walk in at this point, unless someone has another idea. I mm -hmm. I think I think we should do the uh, do the distraction. I think we should light. So how many lanterns do we have, Dan? Oh, I don't know. Or not, Dan. I'm at the... While the team is arguing about what to do, two <laughs> goblins notice the, the team squabbling and attack them through the thicket. Damn, Damn it. it. He's always sneaking up on The goblins have taken refuge in the thicket and provide them with three quarters of cover. All right. You are now in combat. Roll for initiative. <laughs> uh, 12 plus 4. 16. Uh, 13 plus 3, I also have 16. Oh, what happens then? It doesn't really matter to me. I got a 5 plus minus 1. <laughs> so I ain't doing shit. <laughs> you go first, Coley. I, I yield to you. Alright. I mean, I think... How far away are the goblins, Matt? The goblins... <laughs> the, gar the goblins are about... 30 feet across the river. Okay. And so they have the advantage because they snuck up on us? They're hiding in a thicket. They just noticed and they attacked you, but they they did it in a really loud way. So you notice okay. them because they're coming across the river. So there's gotcha. no advantage. Yeah. Okay. So, I mean, I'm going to take out my bow. Uh, I guess that's going to be my turn. All right. You take out your bow and equip it with an arrow. Yep. Now it is uh, my turn. Oh, wait, I have to roll for Goblin. Uh, it's my turn. All right. Depends on this goes. All right, what was your initiative, Colby? Uh, mine was 16. So is Dan's. Oh, okay. Uh, what was yours, Sean? Mine was, uh, what did I say? Three. Four. Okay, so now it's Dan's turn. All right. I'm going to do the same thing, I guess. Uh... Yeah, I, I'm also. I can't take it out my bow out and shoot. You can take your bow out and you can equip it. You can equip right. an arrow to it, but you can't right. shoot it. Yeah. Okay, that's what I do. Okay, so you both equipped arrow, and now it is Goblin One's turn. Goblin One, uh, head straight for, head straight for, um, head straight for Sean. He's coming at him. Okay, but he does not make it across the river. He trips and falls right at the mouth of the river. Excellent. <laughs> Excellent. He's now on the floor. 
Now it's Goblin 2. Goblin 2. Reaches Sean. Wielding his scimitar. Uh, he doesn't, but he, he is bounces off of Sean's armor. He swings and he hits, but it bounces off Sean's shoulder pad. It sure does. All right, Colby. All right. Uh, I guess I'm going to take aim at Goblin 2 because he is all up in Sean's business. <laughs> uh, yeah. And I have no initiative to defend myself. <laughs> right, right. No wonder you lost all your money. So you don't have you lack initiative. <laughs> yeah, I'm shitty. I so I rolled a one, <laughs> but but I have. I was this... gonna point out that it's a little bit dangerous to go after the one that's going after Sean because you might hit Sean. But... Oh yeah. So <laughs> well, you know, yeah. there are worse things. So I rolled a one, but I have this thing that's I have lucky. So when I roll a natural one on an attack roll. Uh, I can re-roll the die, and I have to use the new roll. Nice. So I'm gonna do that. Yeah. To avoid Thank hitting you. Sean. So don't nail right. Sean right in nice. the forehead. Use a little of that luck. Yeah. Nice. And he rolls a one. No, I, I got a 14 this time. Much better. Wow, much better. Yeah. Now, was that your attack roll, or was that your? So that was my attack roll. So okay. that's so like it's 14 hit. plus three. Yeah. It's gonna hit, and now you're gonna see how much damage you do. Okay. Um, do I have my do I have sneak attack because I would I would save uh, sneak attack is probably one of those things you can only use like once uh, once every so often. It says once per turn. I don't know what that means. Oh, then, once yeah. per turn when you hit a creature with a dexterity based attack, and you have advantage on the attack roll. Yeah, so that that was my question. Yeah, so I think in order to get an advantage on the attack roll, it means you have to get a. A natural 20, right? Or no, you have to be coming like, behind him or surprising him. Oh, right. Like, so, yeah you, yeah, you would have advantage on the guy that fell across, okay. across the river. but not Oh, like, but I, I was shooting at Sean's guy. So, all right. Yeah. Cool. So, I'll just roll my, my one. One six. This is a six, right? Six. Cool. All right. So you do six damage. Oh, no, 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 sorry. I rolled oh, a two. A two, okay. <laughs> On your D6. Yeah. So so I have another question. Yeah. Uh, next to my short bow, it says, one, there's this attack bonus thing, and then there's the damage type, which says 1D6 plus three plus piercing. Plus three pierce. Right. Um, oh, I would just have that page open. Yeah, I, I want to say that you would add three piercing damage like it has to do with it has to do with like the armor class of the person you're fighting so like the goblins have leather armor which i think is susceptible to piercing damage it's it's something like that oh when you're attacking with a weapon you add your ability modifier the same one you use for the attack roll to the damage uh so if you have a plus three dexterity colby Mm -hmm. that might explain that then yeah. I see. Ah. Okay. So okay. It's, it's five damage? Yeah. Two plus three? Yeah. Good okay. to know. So you, roll, so you rolled a two? Yes. And then you add the three for piercing? Correct. And then what about the attack bonus part? The attack bonus. Or it says plus five. I don't know what that is. 
Yeah, let's just ignore that for now. I'll, cool. I'll look up what that is. I'll, I'll circle it. Yeah. Uh, all right, so you did five damage to the goblin. Goblin is badly hurt by your arrow. It finds its way right into the soft spot of the armor, right underneath his arm. Mm-hmm. And he, he receives the arrow straight to his chest. He is in excruciating pain. So uh, are these goblins the same as the other ones, like seven seven hit points? Yep, same goblins. Okay, seven cool. hit points. So that one has two remaining. All, All right. right, Dan, you're up. Yep. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna go for the one that's uh, that fell down. I'm gonna try to drive one right in his skull. Did we uh, skip Sean? Down. Yeah, I uh, haven't Sean. done anything. No, no, no. Sean goes after Sean. me. Sean's supposed to be uh, after the second goblin. Oh yeah, we did skip Sean before. I, I was. I was... Be, it's, the turn order is Colby, <laughs> Dan, Goblin, Goblin, Sean. I had such little initiative. I was. I was wondering, and then I looked at Sean, and he made like a sad face, and I was like, "Wait, where's my turn?" I don't. Right, think... sorry, sorry. Go ahead, Dan. No, no, no. You, Sean, should go right. Yeah. He yeah. had less initiative than we thought, but I'll just do what you tell me to. Um, yeah, we'll let Sean go now. All right, but we'll Colby's keep, already yeah. killed one. Well, seriously injured one goblin. Yeah, yeah, and that goblin is like right next to you. Right next to me. Well, then I might as well just just take take a swing with my great axe at that goblin. Um, what what do I do again? Walk me through again. Gonna, all right, so you're gonna roll your d20. Yeah. Okay. That's gonna see if it hits the goblin. That was a but two. Surprisingly, oh, two no. plus my my three five. Two plus your strength modifier, but right? Five. Strength modifier. It's still not good. Wait, is five? Well, yeah, two, and I have a three, mo- a three modifier. Oh, then it's a five total. Yeah, yes, but it's still not good enough to hit the goblin, unfortunately. Dang. Dang. Whiff. Swing wildly at the goblin, but you miss. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Bummer. Thanks for giving me my turn. It was very useful. <laughs> <laughs> the axe goes clear over the goblin's head, and it is now. Uh, Dan's turn. Right. Okay. So I'm gonna go for the one that's that fell on the stream. Let's roll higher than a nine. Twelve plus four is sixteen. You hit him. Nice. You hit All him. Right. Let's see how much damage you did. So I'm gonna do one d eight plus three or plus four because Colby is revelation with the piercing and the uh, modifier. Uh. Here we go. This is the right die. Six. Six total. Dude, fuck that guy up. Got him, yeah. The blood is in the stream. <laughs> yes, the blood the blood of the goblin is now flowing with the waters of the stream. <laughs> he scream, lets out an excruciating goblin scream. All right. Uh, it's Goblin's turn, and now it is Goblin Goblin One's turn. Is that Stream Goblin or Sean Goblin? Can I can I move myself also away from like move myself away from both goblins in case one of them manages to get up and like take a swing at me? I want to sort of like back it up a little bit. Okay. Yeah, just like get out of the. Get out yeah, of the way. I feel like I'm sort of in between. There's like one over here that Sean is getting, you know, 
missing, and then one over here that I just shot, and I feel like... You uh, want to basically get out of the line of fire. Yeah, yeah, it feels like uh, after my take, last experience, I might want to play it safe. Take a couple steps back. Yeah. Um, Make sure I'm not the most attractive person to swing a sword at at this point. Right. Yeah. Then again, Goblin 1, they're both in a lot of pain. I think they both have one HP left. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Alright, so Goblin, Goblin 1 is uh, still in the stream. He's been struck by the arrow in the back of the leg. Uh, he's trying to get up. We're going to see if he's going to be able to stand up or if the arrow will prevent him uh, from getting on his own two feet. All right, the goblin stands up. He's now back on his own two feet. Uh, he pull, He grabs the shaft of the arrow and pulls it out of his leg. Uh, and he sees Colby, who fired the arrow, and he's coming for revenge. That's not true. Dan Dan shot him. Didn't oh, he? Was it Dan who shot him? Yeah, scream goblin. <laughs> Dan yeah. shot the one in the. I knew I needed to get out of the way. Well, you know what? The first done. the first person he sees when he crawls out of the river is Colby, and he assumes that Colby. Because he's also wielding a longbow, did the damage. And he's charging at Colby. And he hits. He hits Colby. Let's see how much damage he did. Safety first. Oh, wow. (laughs) That's not a good sound. Like, yeah. He does six damage. Ouch. He does six damage. I did that, right? Yeah. Yeah, he does six damage. Oh, wait. No, I'm sorry. Eight damage. (laughs) I didn't see that it was plus two. 1d6 plus two. Yes, he does eight damage. Um, Wow. All right. Where is uh, Colby's at one hit point. Oh, damn. You guys have to defend him. I know how it feels, Colby. He hit hit you pretty hard on that one. He hit you pretty hard. Now Goblin 2, the one that is also at one HP, lying right by... uh, By me. Who is it, Sean? Yep. Okay. He's going to attack Sean. that you managed to miss him. Like, yeah, something right like, directly in front of me. You actually swung for the sun, really. It wasn't even... It's like I was blind. <laughs> he's going to try to He's gonna try to try attack you from the ground. He's, you're close enough to him where he can grab his scimitar and try to hack at your ankle. Great. And that's what he's going to do Let's right here. Let's hope for the best. Let's see if he succeeds. With this roll... He does not succeed. Yes. The scimitar bounces off. Uh, it, it hits the dirt right before Sean's boot bounces and lands harmlessly at the foot of the boot. He does not make the hit. He misses. It is now Sean's turn. Uh, 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 Sean grabs his javelin and rather than throw it, uses <laughs> it as an impaling weapon and stabs it straight through the heart or at least attempts to, of the goblin on the ground in front of him. Goblin's lying on his stomach, so you would... All right, through the back of his head, I... His back. Oh, the back of his head. All right, oh, back, like right that. through the skull. Right through the skull. Even more bloody. All right, let's see. Okay, so let's see what happens here. You roll your d20. I roll a nine. Plus three. Plus your uh, three for strength, right? Yep, 12. Ooh. 
Yes, 12. Yes, 12. 12, 12 wait, wait, you, did you roll the damage? The tw- that hits, 12 hits. Now yes. you roll damage. Okay, which dice are you for that? You're going to use um, the D, uh, the javelin is a D6. Okay. And the D6 says five. Five. Plus, nice. plus a three piercing. All right. You jam that javelin straight through the back of the goblin skull. He is DEA dead. DEA dead? DEA dead. He's Dia. Uh, <laughs> Dia dead. <laughs> uh, and cool. now I guess the turn goes to Colby. All right. Uh, so uh, can I shoot the guy and also retreat or retreat retreat and shoot the guy or yeah you can I... you can retreat you can get out of out of the harm's way but you can't attack after that okay so how how could dan attack and get out well, he, i think he that. just i think he what he was trying to convey was to, he was just taking like three steps out of the line of fire Whereas you want to run away from the goblin, you want to yeah, like, like oh, you can yeah. walk like. I mean, I would take. Feet, I would. Yeah, but you can't like move your whole thirty feet. The oh, thirty yeah. feet equals a turn, and thirty fi- feet is like away from him. I'm fine. So he with can't like, attack. Yeah, I'm fine with stepping back five feet and then. Because uh, yeah. if five. you don't get him, I've I've got him. Don't worry. Only at one HP. I'm a little worried. And Dan, and Dan goes first. Yeah, but if he misses, it could get scary. Yeah, so yeah. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna step back to give Dan ample room to not shoot me instead of <laughs> okay. that's a good, good idea, Goblin, and and then I'm gonna take another shot with my bow. Well, you have okay. to load for a turn, right? No, 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 it's well, all no. He has it. He has okay. it. Yeah. Right. It's just so, on that. First. Two. Ooh, two. I'm gonna that two mess. plus three, so five. Five does not hit. <laughs> Bummer. He's not hit. Arrow misses. I'm in pain, man. <laughs> you're, yeah, you're, you're off your game a little bit there. Yeah. All right. Trying to compensate for that injury, but... All right, here we go. Going to shoot the, the Colby assailant, uh, the Mal assailant, and uh, I'm going to go for higher than a nine. That's my goal. And I got a nine. <laughs> Plus four is nine. 13. Oh, you got 13. 13 total. That is a hit. Yeah. You hit the goblin. Woo! Yeah. All right, and here we go. And the goblin's back. He is also DEA dead. Absolutely. In fact, he's 10 dead. Ooh. He's like, wow. Brutally it's dead. Like, it's like when you leave the pasta in like the pot for too long. It's all mushy. It's just like <laughs> over. Mm-hmm. Arrow just it was unnecessary. Big hole in his stomach. Yeah. And is now, now, in addition to the blood that was once streaming... Uh, in the water, his guts are now also <laughs> where they belong in that menagerie. Um, you win! Yay! Counter, you defeated the go- another goblin ambush, and you are awarded. Um, you are awarded six XP points. Each. Hey! Yeah. Can I steal dance? No. Oh. Oh. Hey, I, I did some real work in that fight. I, I like, in terms of this company, I think I've made up for my past transgressions. <laughs> that that is fair. You've done yeah. good work. Everyone, I do appreciate work. you saving my life. <laughs> we 
Honestly, I would have liked to uh, have seen that plan pay out with the uh, lighting the, the gas lights on fire and causing the distraction. But interestingly enough, in the in the book, it gives you it gives you like a time limit uh-huh. where like if the players don't make a decision in this like in one, in one minute, Ooh. basically like this ambush happens. Oh, that's yeah, that's we failed cool. miserably. It's devious. It's very um, do you think now that they're aware that we're here and that there's no chance for surprise? Well, before we get to that. <laughs> We're just about out of time for tonight. So I, w- I want to quickly wrap up loose ends so we don't forget for next week. First of all, I want to grab my javelin. Yeah. And yeah. I, I think we should check them for anything on their persons. Oh, yeah. All right. Let's check out those goblins. Always need to do that. Never know what you might find. Goblins are like a box of chocolates. You never know what you're going to get. Never know what you're going to get. Oh. And one of them's filled with that, like, uh, gross... Uh, uh, what do you call it inside the uh, the chocolates there? Human oh, the, guts. Uh, no, the, I don't know. The caramel filling. Yeah. Uh, the creamy center of the goblin. The creamy nougat center. <laughs> Only the finest. One of the goblins has a map on his person. <gasps> but in trudging across the stream, part of the map has been destroyed. Whoa. It's part of the entrance to the cave. And oh, he's going to show. Oh, we get a visual. This is what his map looks like. Okay. So that's once once One through chamber. the entrance there's a chamber off to the right. Yeah, that's basically all you can see. Okay. Okay. As soon as you get in the chamber there is a I mean, as soon as you get in the cave, the stream is on your left, and there is a a big antechamber on the right. All right. Fantastic. Anything else we'd like to do, gentlemen, before we we wrap this evening? Uh, can I nap? <laughs> we all take a long <laughs> rest. We take a long rest, especially Colby. Yes. Yeah. Agreed. We'll be back next week. That's right. We'll be back with more. I want a, a big, massive thanks to Colby and Dan for being here. Uh, of course, the the co-hosts on the Don't Panic uh, podcast covering technology every week at don'tpanic.io, uh, at Colby Rabideau on Twitter, and at Jazz Dan on Twitter. Uh, gentlemen, anything else you'd like to plug or tease uh, while you're on this program? I don't think so. That was surprisingly fun. That was a ton of fun. I, I put, I'm I just going to put my like hand it. up and vote that we have to we have to keep this. We have to do this again. I'm going to buy the book. Yes, and, and I'm going to do my homework. Dice. That's the other thing. I'm going to get the dice, and I'm going to figure out how to actually play rather than be like, guys, what do I do? Yeah. God, yeah. Just... It's not bad. It was only like 30 on Amazon. Yeah, no, it's that's not bad. well worth it. Yes. So not bad at all. That's a pretty cool coffee table book, too. It is. Yeah. Oh. It has, and it has a lot of really great pictures. Like Nice. Nice. Like yeah. cool artwork and stuff. So so, cool. so what's the current version? 5E. 5E. E is just addition. So it's the fifth okay. edition. Yeah. Right. Could have figured that. Mm-hmm. Um, cool. Well, thanks guys for being here, Matt. Anything else you'd like to say before we conclude? Uh, thank you, Dan and Colby for joining us on this adventure. Thanks, I had Harry. a lot of fun. And thank and, you for, uh, for being dungeon master. I thought you did an excellent yeah. job. Well done. Thank, well done. Thank you very much. And, uh, and we'll be back probably next week with a regular episode, um, before we do more of these, but, um, Matt, can we tease? Do you, do you still want to do our autumn show? Sure, why not? Can we do a whole show <laughs> we'll about autumn? autumn show. 
Nice. Take a break from all this gory, gory goblin killing um, to, to talk pretty, stuff. pretty fall colors. Um, of course, GoldilocksShow.com is the website and SoundCloud.com slash GoldilocksShow for all our episodes. Check them out there. Um, Dungeons and Dragons or not Dungeons and Dragons. Check those out. Uh, on behalf of Matt, uh, as well as Dan and Colby, uh, this is Sean. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you next time for another episode of the Goldilocks Zone. Uh-huh.